The Saviour of the World, Volume 5, Book 1, Poem 2, The Two Debtors A lavish eastern king one day thought his poor kingdom was the prey of greedy courtiers, unjust lords, who seized upon those fair rewards merit alone should claim, and spent as they were kings themselves, nor lent of all their wealth for public use, or rid the land of one abuse. I'll call a reckoning, cried the king. See what account these lords will bring of wealth they gather as for me, but spend in rout and revelry. He set his scribes to work, and scarce had they begun their task than worse than all imaginings appeared the debts and frauds the king had feared. For one poor wretch no good they bode, so numerous vast the sums he owed, Day after day they labored on this great lord's schedule. When t'was done, each item reckoned in a sum, the very lawyers were struck dumb. Ten thousand talents! Sure, his head as well as wealth were forfeited. In millions sterling, we should name the debt the competence must proclaim. The satrap stands before the king, an abject wretch with naught to bring, not even poor excuse, for all that wealth he'd lost beyond recall. To his scribes the king said, Sure, ye heir, what says to this accompt, good sir? The trembling wretch had ne'er a word to propitiate his angry lord. What hast to say for all this waste? What recompense to offer? Haste! I've nothing, Lord, to bring to thee, of all wherewith thou'st trusted me. Then turned the king to his chief lord. Hearst thou his self-condemning word? Naught has he of that vast estate I lent him. He has run a gate and pleased himself at lavish cost with wealth to my poor kingdom lost. Go, gather all to him remains, the palaces, gardens he retains, his servants, children, e'en his wife. Nay, sell himself, I spare his life. And lo, a sound of weeping's heard. Men listen for the broken word. Have patience, Lord, and bear with me, and all this debt I'll pay to thee. The wretch cried, sobbing at the feet of the great king he dared entreat for pardon, promising to pay when not he had, or hoped, to lay before his offended lord. But he... Distressed the man's distress to see, bade let him go. Released, forgiven, sure that man dwelt one hour in heaven. No sooner was this satrap freed than, seeking how to meet his need, he thought who owed him any sum, and bade all these before him come. One poor wretch owed a hundred pence, and quick, for that so small offence, he seized him by the throat, and cried, Pay that thou owest. He denied intent his fellow wrong to do, and vowed he'd pay in season due. His fellow servant had no ruth, but cast him into prison, sooth, for little debt he soon might pay had he been left at liberty. But not unmoved his fellows saw this wrong done to their friend. The law might give this cruel lord the right to treat his fellow with despite, but he was a servant too. They ran with their complaint of this hard man to lay it before the king. He heard, and wrath and sorrow moved his word. 
Have I not just forgiven thee that debt immense thou owedst to me? I thought that thou wouldst mercy shew to him who ought to thee should owe. Thou hadst no pity for distress, nor wouldst with love thy brother bless. Go thou, and pay the penalty of all the wrong thou'st done to me. Forgiveness for him is there none, who forgives not wrong to him is done. The disciples heard with awful dread the accusing word the Lord had said. For the first time, each saw unrolled those debts tremendous, manifold he owed his king, most merciful, who gave forgiveness, bountiful as the early rains, to wash away record of all he could not pay. Forgive his brother? Nay, he'd run to pardon him had trespass done against him. How else could he shew a heart with gratitude a glow for that abundant pardon free had saved him in his misery? Forgive ye not your brother's sin, then have ye never hoped to win forgiveness at my father's hand of all that debt he will demand. The utmost penalties remain for them, their brother's debts retain.' 